This is Wrecking Date Night with Bjorn and Josh, a movie podcast where we wreck all the best date night movies. I'm Josh Florhog. And I'm Bjorn RG. Biggest asshole. <laughs> hey, hang on. Hey, bucket. That's enough. That's enough. Go, go, go lay down. I, wa- <laughs> I want to, <laughs> I would like to treat you like anybody in Inus's life. Oh, man. Uh, I, I'm going to, even before we start recording, because I'm going <laughs> to say it about 700 times during the podcast, okay. I don't think I've ever seen a least likable person in a movie who is supposed to be somebody we're rooting for. Uh, then who? Enos? Ennis? Then Enos. Ennis. Yeah. Yeah. One, his name's fucking stupid. It's a town in Montana. Yeah. Town in Montana. Oh, okay. So you don't like Ennis. Sorry, I was getting a mixed up between um Ennis and uh um Jack. Jack. I was like, it's not Jake. That's the character, that's the the actor's name. Oh, I uh I hate Jake's fucking mustache because I hate any time. This is what they do. We're recording, right? Oh, we are. Yeah, yeah. Oh, We're good. On. I'm just gonna start going into this whole Please. thing. It's just yeah, we can get into the movie in a minute. The thing yeah. I hate most about when Jake Gyllenhaal is in film, and this has happened in two movies I've watched. Okay, is he has a boyish good look and good for Jake. So they can't age him with makeup or anything because he'll just look the same because yeah. he's he's been in Hollywood for 25 years. He looks the same from day one. Yep. So they just put a mustache on him. They also did this in the film Jarhead during like a really sad scene where it's showing him basically living alone, having PTSD and finding out all his friends are killing themselves. They're just like, now this is him on a chair with a mustache. And I was like, it took me <laughs> to show so that out. time has passed. <laughs> it took me so out of feeling sad for him because I was like, why? Oh, that's so funny. That's so funny. All right. So that gets us into this nicely. We are talking about Brokeback Mountain <laughs> from 2005. The, uh, uh, I'll do the quick and dirty and then we can just get right into it. Brokeback Mountain, the story of a forbidden and secretive relationship between two cowboys and their lives over the years. Directed by Ang Lee, starring Jake Gyllenhaal, Heath Ledger, Michelle Williams. Uh, I totally forgot about um, Randy Quaid's in this. Who else? Uh, (laughs) um, Randy Quaid is kind of in this. He got paid a lot of money for this movie. I read a fun fact about this movie. Uh, since it came up randy quaid thought it was just like a quaint like indie film and then he saw that it was like a huge release and he he sued the the studio for more money and he won and got the money really yeah oh because it that was the whole deal is they they were gonna pay him less they were mm-hmm. like we're doing just kind of a small little fun film yeah. and then they were like ah just kidding <laughs> And then it was massive uh, and it actually made quite a bit. This movie actually made like quite a bit of money for a movie just because it was so cheap for them to make. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what I was reading. Um, Oh, and let's see. Anne Hathaway's in this. And then surprise, I was like, Anna Faris is in this? Anna Faris is in this with beautiful big hair. Her giant hair. And uh, Linda Carlisle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who I also uh, really like. Um, 
yeah there's like a bunch of you're just like whoa okay <laughs> like also the guy who directed this also did life of pie and crouching tiger hidden dragon that needs to be noted because i would never have guessed that watching this like it yep nope um so it's ang lee directed it uh and um Ang Lee does like crazy big movies and then like small fun stuff. Ang Lee yeah. is really good at being like, I'm going to do the Hulk and then I'm going to do Brokeback Mountain. And then I'm going to do this small indie film with Dimitri Martin called Taking Woodstock, which is another movie I love. Oh yeah. I forgot he did that. Like he's just all over the place. He man. did That's that. Cool. And then wife of pie three years later. Like it's like he saved up all his pennies to yeah. make like, just he makes really good visual movies and then he mm -hmm. makes really good storyline movies but he rarely does the two at the same time uh <laughs> <laughs> he also did gemini man with um yep. with uh will smith uh recent film did you see that one i'm small i hand. have not seen it okay i great it's good it's good i feel like it's one of those ones though where like the 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 graphics are pretty good but they're still not going to they're going to like make it not hold up like it's just not yeah. quite believable because it's like cgi will smith younger i mean you know the premise of it it's like yeah yeah i know there's like a clone or something like that Ooh, um, in this movie did you also know that david harbour is in it who's that who's david, david harbour is um hopper from stranger things oh yeah, yeah, yeah. totally i was like he's, I, anna, yeah. he's anna ferris's uh gay husband is that it's very subtle i love how how subtle movie, they all have to be it's everything it's very, is so subtle it's, it's so beautiful. slow and and it there's i read a lot of like criticism of this movie uh just to kind of get some perspective on it because i was just like let, let's see what people hated about this movie i was looking for some like wildly homophobic comments and it's like a lot of the stuff that i i read about in the reviews the, like scathing reviews were just sort of like not really that homophobic actually oh man i gotta take this away from my dog hang on Buddy. Okay. That's a loud toy. Come here. Bucket, come here. Thank you. All right. This is what I had to take up his Christmas present. Uh, I love that toy. It's like a little bear and it's the loudest squeaky thing. Okay. Sorry, everybody. All right. Re. Um, God, I totally forgot what I was talking about. Um, the review. Oh. Oh, the reviews were like the scathing reviews of this film were not. I mean, they were like they they they, they still felt like it, it was almost like somebody fighting. It's like a, a man fighting for women's rights where you're just like, uh, stop trying to be a mouthpiece for me. You know what I mean? Like, where oh, like, so people were like angry for homosexuals in this movie. They were they were like saying how it just depicted a bunch of um, really mean like these two men that use their wives and like for their own whatever and then it it but it it's of the time that yeah it's of the 70s they, they couldn't be together it wasn't safe it wasn't like and and where they were not only of the time but where they were too in like wyoming and texas where it's like super not safe and they really yeah showed that well um a lot of criticism too comes it's like whenever it's a gay story it's always a tragedy um but that is the reality of the history of of a lot of a lot of gay history is very tragic so it's yeah. 
it's real and it's important. It's important to remember that stuff and not just like pretend like it didn't happen or like pretend that like, you know, like really homophobic things didn't happen and like hate crimes didn't happen. You know? Like, oh, you mean like, uh, like how our, our second, I would say second lead of this movie dies the exact same way Matthew Shepard did, which is kind of one of the biggest stories from at least our time. Yeah. Yeah. Of gay bashing <laughs> where it's, well, it, but it's, it, is it though? Is that it, I was trying to figure that out. Was that in Ennis's um, Heath Ledger's character's memory? Like, is he uh, because it the wife tells Anne Hathaway tells him over the phone how he died, and then like you see this like you hear the words, but then like something else is happening. Did you think that that was them being? Is that in his mind? Like, is that in his imagination, or is that what actually happened? See, I was conflicted on that because I, and it made me think about it the rest of the 15 seconds of the movie because it ended <laughs> pretty much right after that. There's yeah. a couple more scenes, but um, yeah, I was like, is he picturing it? Because he was very much like, you shouldn't be super open. And he was worried about him. And he's like, I'm worried about you going to Mexico and I'm worried about all the things you're doing. Yeah. You know, it's your business is your business, but hey, man, you got to be safe. Yeah. And it's like, did he, was that in his head like, oh man, Jack wasn't being safe or is it, did it show the underlying of what she was saying versus what really happened? Yeah, I think it was, I mean, I think the way I took it um, was that that's actually what happened, but yeah, then they, me like, too. they didn't want to destroy. There's like a lot of moments where people say things with without actually saying them, which I thought was really cool. Like, like Jack's parents. Yeah, like there's just a lot of like, and I think Jack's that, parents were super progressive. Weirdly <laughs> enough, like, they were like, "Yeah, we know not. who you are, Ennis," <laughs> because like Jack was gonna take over the ranch with you for like tons of years, and then there's like another guy he was gonna take over the ranch with. Now was that um was that Anna Ferris's husband? I I assume I so. Think. But also, Anna Ferris's husband seemed like he was offering up his ranch to run away to. Yeah, was like remember you ever he was like go I gotta... and drink whiskey and, <laughs> and go fishing and go fishing. He was like, I got a lake house. Me and the boys go fishing. And he's Man. like, Would you like to fish? And he was like, Yeah, Did... yeah. I fish. Let's talk about this. Did this movie blow the doors open on going fishing <laughs> on a fishing trip? <laughs> oh, it really did open up what fishing trips are. <laughs> <laughs> It makes me it's like, I'm like, oh, this all... is why I'm not invited on like a bunch of like bro fishing trips. <laughs> it's because they know it's that just because I've I've been picked on so much as a cheerleader. Like <laughs> everybody kind of knows where I stand and they're like, ah, even if he was, he'd be super open. So we got to keep our in the dark away from him. Yeah. Yeah. It's like he's he's <laughs> no, no talking about boats and blowjobs. <laughs> yeah. Josh is too transparent. <laughs> He'll probably make a bit out of it. Yeah, it's gonna be a whole thing to him. <laughs> I uh, like. I I thought that was the only funny part in this whole movie because this movie's okay. not very funny. No, at it's all, not. Uh, is uh, and, and it's immediately ruined by sadness. But mm -hmm. um, when when she was like, you know, your friend Jack, you go fishing with after Ennis and his wife get divorced, and he's like, yeah, yeah, we go fishing. <laughs> yeah, and she's like, no, you don't. I know. And he's like you're wrong and she's like i bought you fishing stuff and put it in your bag with a note five years ago 
and there was no note. And she goes, and I checked it every year, and that note's still there, and it's still unopened. Yet you're fishing? And he's like, I'm just going to kick the shit out of you at this thing. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to. Yeah, that that is one of those things, though, like, he just she also saw it right away. <laughs> like, Ennis what? sucked as a person. He, he wasn't very good at hiding it for, like, the level at which like as a person who hid stuff, I didn't like like once I came out, like it was it was like at the same time. Like I never did anything with anybody until after I came out. Yeah. Um, but anything that I did that was like borderlining, it's like 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 Ennis is the kind of person that never deletes his history. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then is no. surprised when somebody hits a back button. And yeah. They, and they find his gay porn. <laughs> he's like what the fuck and then he just smashes the computer yeah because on like, his wife <laughs> that's how it would work yeah because when jack <laughs> met him he wasn't like well let's drive even 25 feet away from my house before we third base it <laughs> yeah they like just the like... level the level of cheating in this movie and this is this was the only part i didn't like is yeah. like I get I get the the whole secretism and the secret wife thing and and all that but like to be that guy right in front of her yeah without and then when she asks about it you get like violent there yeah. has to be some give and take that was that was a lot of criticism that I read was just, just like people were saying how mean they were to their to their wives like and I how think they Jack was a sweetheart them. you know what I I didn't see anything wrong with Jack except for that stupid fucking mustache <laughs> Well, I um, love the I love the scene. I, I did with, not like that Ennis uh, was mean to seemingly everyone and had fits of rage. I really felt like, in my honest opinion, for, I, this is like this would almost be like a closing of this movie. Yeah, yeah. But um, I don't. I think if him and Jack ran away together, they'd be broken up in two years. Oh, I don't think it would work out. I think that part of it is the, <laughs> the that is. I agree. I, I definitely agree that they wouldn't. That that like that Ennis is correct that they're this is they only have Brokeback Mountain yeah they don't have anything else and that's because of the time and all of that and it, I guess it's like I mean it's at the it's bottom of this of cheating is yes yeah. it is a cheating relationship it's like it's the it's the side a side piece sort of situation is just like I don't know the way I think about it is like if your needs are a whole <laughs> and you need to fill uh, and you need to, like, if you, if you're like a basket, I guess, and you need to like, you have all of your needs and then to have all of your needs met, you cheating happens when you aren't getting all of your needs met. Yeah. And that other person is sort of filling that need for them. And, but then you do want more. You do want more. It's like it's like a never-ending thing where you're just like, well, it's like it's like money actually. It's like where where like you think when you're poor and you get like a, a raise of like a thousand dollars. If you're making a thousand dollars a month and you double it to a thousand dollars, it is more happiness. And then yeah. you get another thousand dollars, it's more happiness. But then there's it's kind of a diminishing return on there because oh yeah, it'll. It you just become used to that yeah yeah and you're just sort of I, chasing this thing that like I, I feel like 
if you strip back the layers of this movie, like if you make it not about two guys, if you make it not about a certain time period, not about a location, this is just like a movie about summer camp. Okay. How, how is that? Like, like, like a summer, I'm like, no, oh, this is like a summer camp relationship. But I can't oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and like you said, with cheating, like a side piece, it's never, it's never great. 100. It's like dessert. This movie, yeah. the relationship is dessert. And yeah. you just explained it. And I'm just naming different no, no, analogies. No. Now I, think I like it. it. I like it. Well, third is fourth analogy. Like I, it, I shifted it, halfway. It's dessert like you perfect. can't. Yeah. You can't have it for every meal. Yeah. It's like Ennis, you can, you can have breakfast for like dinner. People. <laughs> what? This, this is a movie about a real. Like now we'll strip it back even one more layer. This is a movie about a relationship between an introvert and an extrovert and why it wouldn't work. Okay. Ennis is very content with uh, ranching and then sitting at home and drinking beers. Yeah. And um, Jack is more of like outgoing. Um, he likes to dance, kind of. He he likes to go out. He likes to meet people. He likes to be a cowboy, which yeah. is very social. And I don't think they would have made it, even and if it was, even if this was Jack and you know Jill. Yeah. And they met Ranch. Like they, the relationship wouldn't work because Ennis likes being alone i thought yeah yeah it's just um, four times a year he likes to go to a mountain hang out with his bud go fishing kiss and snugs and then just be done and stem the rose yeah stem the rose <laughs> did you know what that means because i had to look it up i did not know what it means but i was like rose that means relationships <laughs> <laughs> no i looked it up because there's that scene where randy quaid uh joe aguirre he says yeah. Because he goes back, uh, Jake Jones. And he's Hall like, goes back to and get he's like, is Ennis here trying to get trying to get his job back? So am I. <laughs> and he's like, no, he's not here. And I'm also not giving you your job back because you guys uh didn't do your job, which I was on the side of Randy Quaid about that. I felt like it's one of those things where I'm like, is this homophobic? It's not. I'm on the side of Randy Quaid because as a boss, I wouldn't be happy with any two people fucking instead of watching sheep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's it's valid. It's not really when he, uh so, I don't think Randy Quaid cared. <laughs> I don't think he. I know he how, means like seven people a year. He's like, I don't care if you guys fuck each other. Just like you guys were doing it, and we lost a bunch of sheep, and I'm not. Gonna, I'm not gonna do it again. You guys well, the, are fucking assholes. The funny thing about that is, it's like, uh, yeah, it's not really homophobia, but also I, I have to uh, say, why didn't when he figured out what was going on, why didn't he say something right then? Like, uh, because he's not going to find two people to finish up this season. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Yeah. He was like, boring oh, ass these... shitty job. Yeah. He's like, these guys aren't doing their job right, but also we're too late in the game to switch them up. <laughs> Let's just ride this one out. And then I'm sure there's a whole side thing where he's like putting up one want... <laughs> hand. He's like two months, you get $800. Cause they weren't making any money. Like, is it saying how much was... they made? No, but seemingly these guys are both like, dirt poor people yeah it doesn't seem like that's gonna be making a ton of money yeah so i looked up what so the line that randy quaid says is he's just like he's like uh no i haven't i have not talked to ennis and no you can't have your job back because i'm not paying you to stem the rose now i was like that's funny um like yeah i thought the same thing i was like oh maybe it's like a euphemism for love or whatever no, no, no. Much worse. 
Um, Rose is a euphemism for a butthole. And then to stem it and stem is a euphemism for a wiener. So it is, it's butt stuff is what it means. And it is now my new favorite way of saying butt stuff. Did you say that too, Jody? Are you like, we're going to stem this rose? <laughs> we're going to stem this rose? Um, no, just... but I will from now, <laughs> from this point forward. Guys, My whole is life so... is going to be different. <laughs> you guys, yeah, you're not going to have nearly as much sex as you were having because you keep calling it stemming the rose. <laughs> and I keep calling him the rose. <laughs> hey, rose, you want to get tr- stemmed? You're trying to get stemmed? And you're he's ready like, to get stemmed? And you know what? There's gonna be a bunch of times where he's like, "I was totally this. The rose was st- was waiting for stem, but now that you said it like that, no." Yeah. Oh my God! I'll be your Jack to your rose, baby. <laughs> what? And his name let's, is Jack. Yeah. Let's sink. Let's sink this. Uh, let's sink this boat. <laughs> oh, I just loved that. That was the euphemism. Um. All right. I'm going to try not to be gross on this next part. <laughs> but their first scene where they get together, um, it's kind of intense. It's very awkward and very rough. And I felt was accurate <laughs> to what that kind of thing. It's just like, it's just weird. <laughs> Is that how losing your virginity in the gay world starts? You just fight? Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. Yes. You start fighting and then you kiss. You just, you, yeah. And then each person gets a position. Yep. Uh, I did find it funny that Jake liked to ride. Um, not wait, did he ride bull? Yeah, he rode bulls. <laughs> and but he, yes. Um, uh, and how convenient they're both. Okay, so this presumably here's here's where it kind of falls apart for me. And this is, I mean, this is just like a Hollywood thing. <laughs> just like a personal thing that bothered me about this film about that scene where it's just like where uh jack is just he's never done it before he's no idea what he's doing (laughs) and he's just able to just in the forest figure it out in that moment (laughs) i am jealous of that some people are quick on their feet some people can just be like just know how to do it I was not one of those people. Do you have to get do you have to get coached through this whole thing? No, I just wasn't good. I couldn't I don't know. I'm not I don't relax. I can't relax. I'm just like a tense person, I think. And uh, it just so, is, so your rose was very tense. <laughs> like I don't know how to I've had to like figure out how to be more relaxed and it's not because then it's not fun. It's not, it's not, and you don't want to do it again. Maybe once a month, that might be accurate. (laughs) They were doing it four times a year, four times a year. Like I can maybe pull that off, but it's just like in the forest, there's just no, ah, it just, I don't know. I don't think I could do that. Like on a camping trip. He spit somewhat at it, I guess. Right. I feel like, I feel like stemming the rose is a lot like making a cake. <laughs> like <laughs> you sound like a mom, but now I want you to keep going. Like, so okay. a mom gives the birds and the beef stock. <laughs> it's like making a what cake. What you and your boyfriend are thinking about is a lot like making a cake. <laughs> making a cake. Where you got there's like a lot of prep that you have to do. <laughs> and like 
Like you can't just you can't just throw a bunch of ingredients in a bowl, mix it up, spit on it, and then throw it in the oven. Like you can't just do that and expect Bjorn, to have a if, cake. <laughs> what if you're a cowboy? Yeah, who seemingly probably never enjoyed anything in each of their natural lives. Okay, <laughs> maybe I just was uh, mad that they were able to just figure it out in that moment of wrestling. Um, so well <laughs> like just just figure it out as as a person who was not and i guess i'm just like a perfectionist and a, like, <laughs> like like i had to approach it like anything else where i had to like build a training schedule <laughs> like because you can't have just all on days you have to have off days and your cheat day yeah like, <laughs> i i the thing I didn't like about the first time they hooked up is uh, like how seamless it was. Yeah. At the same because, time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because seemingly from what it was explained to them and what it was explained to us by Randy Quaid is one of them had to sleep in the tent and the other one slept at base camp. Mm -hmm. And so they were separated most days. They were yeah, only yeah. together like for meals and then like some of the ranching, but they slept separately. So this is one of the times where they're like, eh, we'll sleep at the same place. And then yeah. they were cold. And then they were like, all right, let's get to know each other. And then <laughs> like, they were like, let's get drunk and fuck. <laughs> like, and then they were just like <laughs> wasted. And I mean, which I, I guess that happens all the time. Now that yeah, I've just described it. Yeah. It, I forgot the booze involved. Yeah, like they're drank. drinking a lot of whiskey. <laughs> I haven't drank in so long that I forgot. With whiskey like that yeah. is something I don't think if I drank all that whiskey, I could make anything happen. <laughs> uh, that, and, you know, as we're talking about it, I'm thinking it was a really good choice to, to cast two straight actors for this role because that's like perfect. Because yeah. they 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 probably had some level of discomfort in what they're doing, and that comes through. Mm -hmm. And that you know, like I think I think adds to the depth of this film. Yeah. Now, um, if you were stuck up there all day for all summer, what would you do? Like, what would you be doing? I'm going to be honest, probably fucking the person I'm up there with. <laughs> probably fucking the person. I was seeing the same thing. I was just like, you know what? And if they weren't fucking each other, they'd be fucking those sheep. <laughs> like... I'll be honest, 50 minutes into this movie, I was like, are they even gay? <laughs> like before they got off the mountain, before they started living their lives. And then or like that first scene when they both got married, I'm like, they're not gay. <laughs> I still have not seen anything gay yet. That's just options they were up there all summer they fucked each other it happens <laughs> and this is when i came up with my summer camp analogy okay i was thinking like how funny would it be to like to reboot this but like in space like just have astronauts <laughs> i just call it astronauts <laughs> it's the same thing every time i watch apollo 13 the movie i'm like i bet they probably fucked and they're up there for five days and they're just sitting there and they're like, we're just going to go around the moon and we're probably just going to fucking die, not come back to earth. We have a one in a million shot of this working out and us getting back. Houston is kind of like, this ain't going to work. We should probably just blow each other. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm not going to die. Not getting a blow job. <laughs> like I really, yeah. I've always thought that about astronauts. It's like, mm, are they like, 
because in, people have, in i mean people have fucked in space yeah and oh yeah <laughs> but, like <laughs> like the first astronaut probably jerked off in space alone <laughs> And then, and then everybody else was just fucking in space. It, it was just like it was a it was just a fishing trip, oh. just a, a government sanctioned fish fishing trip. Oh, if I was John Glenn, and I went yeah. to space as the first man in space, I would probably try to beat off. So I could just be <laughs> the first one to do it. I'm like, ah, like a lot of firsts, baby. <laughs> Your grandpa had more firsts than you realize. Yeah. I'm a hero. Oh, yeah. I was. I was just like, what would I do up there? I don't know. It's like, you mean on the mountain? Yeah. Uh, it's kind of. It's kind of boring. Um, I feel like it was also. It's like one of those things. It's a different time. Like people probably just like their attention spans were different. Huge. Or yeah. You know. You, you. I mean, you still. You had to kind of survive, I guess, too. So you had to be like a little bit on guard for wild animals and stuff. But, and also, you were like ranching so hard all day that you probably just wanted to sleep. Yeah. They were working probably like 16, 17 hours a day. Yeah. And I mean, some of the stuff was a lot. Of, at first, I was just like, one person is just like maintain the camp. It's like, oh, actually, that makes a lot of sense that you would have somebody that has to do all the camp stuff. Uh. Um, the uh, the cooking and the cleaning, <laughs> the laundry, or whatever in the river. Uh, so I was Ooh, thinking I, about. Oh, what's up? What you got? Uh, no, you go. Um, who do you think this movie's for? Older people in the closet. <laughs> Closeted cowboys. Closeted cowboys. Older people, uh, maybe people in the South who aren't, who weren't quite up on uh, homosexuality. Yeah, because they're look, look, cowboys can be gay too. Yeah, I think this movie's for introverts. What do you? Why? Uh, because it's what they did for a living, and Ennis's character hated literally everybody. It just is. Why did so many people I'm like him? So, no one liked it. I didn't like him at all. Yeah, but I related to him when he met that waitress and she's like, you're going to dance and he couldn't dance. And I was like, I didn't like you the whole movie, but God damn it. Do I get you? I get it. Yeah. I get it. This is why you're so mad. I'm mad like that all the time. And you're in country Western bars all the time. And that's the only place you can drink and everybody's dancing and having fun. And you're like, I wish I could dance and have fun, but you can't because you don't know how to dance. You don't have rhythm. Yeah. Don't have rhythm or yeah, it. And everybody you want to dance with is uh, a dude. (laughs) (laughs) That was what his anger stemmed from, right? I think, yeah. Is that what they're trying to display? Because for the first half of the movie, I was like, this guy just seems like an asshole. I was like, I get that this guy's life led him to the shit job on Brokeback Mountain. Mm -hmm. And then I, and then like three fourths of the way into it, I'm like, I think his anger is just because he can't be himself. And that now I feel for him. I hated it most of it though. I mean, it's actually the funny thing is, is people say that this is like a gay movie. It's a it's a bi movie. <laughs> it's like they're bi. They're they're just they're into because like they have children and they like you know like they do it with their wives all the time. Like yeah, it's I more. Mean, um, and I'm using this quote from one of my favorite TV shows, Shit's Creek, but it's more of the label, not the wine. Mm-hmm. 
That's what these guys seem to be like. These guys loved each other. No, but I don't know. I think uh, like, Jack's Jack, like Jackson. Jack no. was like, I love <laughs> <Jack> fucking <laughs> dude. Jack was like, gay. He's going to Mexico to find some strange. <laughs> some that stranger, was the grossest is, scene. I is, get, I get it being the times or whatever. <laughs> but like, he literally went about it the least safe way. It's, I mean, but it, uh, it's one of those things. It's that's and one the warrior. The warrior in me was like. Like he was fucking dudes in the in the rodeo, like, and then he was like, "I'm gonna go to Mexico," and I was like, "Don't, oh boy, I don't know, man." Yeah, it's like, uh, yeah, it's it's weird. I mean, it's it's very weird to even like think about being in that time. I mean, the way that I I know if I was that if I was in that time period, I don't think I would have ever come out. I would have just not because it's just not. I don't know. I but also I'm just guessing i think i would just be a weird mountain man <laughs> like that's what i would have been that's um that i have i have a great uncle like that on my dad's side um, Yeah. like my, my grandma's brother he's always lived by himself and then he was like a chef at a restaurant i never knew this because i never really knew him because i don't talk to my dad but he's a chef at a restaurant for 40 years like a predominant minneapolis restaurant oh really yeah, and I didn't know until I started working at the restaurant and I saw the picture of like their head, sh- their like legendary chef. And it was my, it's my great uncle. He's like a thousand years old now. And wow. then I asked my mom and she's like, yeah, he's gay. <laughs> but but your family's was... all like, like my dad and everybody, like they're all construction workers and stuff. So I just don't think it was like the time. Yeah. And then I think when the times caught up, like probably the 80s and 90s, he's like, he's like so old. He's yeah. still alive. He's like a hundred. He's not a hundred, but he's like in his late eighties. Yeah. So like even in the nineties, he was like in his sixties and like everything started to get kind of like very okay with like Elton John and Freddie Mercury and it like being like an okay thing. And I think he was like, I'm too old for the game now. <laughs> like I'm like, he saw it caught up and he's like, yeah, you guys go ahead. All right. You, you boys have fun. <laughs> he's like, what am I going to do? Meet somebody and then die. <laughs> and then die and meet all. <laughs> and then weirdly he's like a hundred and still alive. Yeah. Oh, so man. you know what? It worked out for him. He might've, maybe did. he had, maybe he had a secret boyfriend, like a lot of it. Yeah. I think, I mean, I, I I was just thinking about that too. It's just like there. I wonder how many um, people that we like don't know about. Like, I was trying to think. I guess uh, like my my grandfather. Like when I when I came out to my dad, my dad told me he thinks that my grandfather was gay. Um, and then I started thinking about him, and I was like, oh, a lot of that checks out. Like. Like he always had, um, he always went on fishing trips. Uh, oh. He worked up on a mountain with this other guy. No, <laughs> like just a really specific. His name was Ennis. <laughs> this is just a movie about your grandpa. It's actually a biopic about my grandfather. No, uh, he it just would like, it would make sense because like in the seventies he was in his forties. <laughs> like it really yeah. does check out with the age of your parents. Yeah, like it, and this location weirdly enough because you're from Montana. <laughs> yeah, yeah like Wyoming no but uh my grandpa lived in um Florida and or New Jersey and Florida and stuff uh but like I think back on him and it's just like I remember I know that like my grandparents were in a pretty much loveless marriage uh Mm -hmm. I'm pretty keen I was pretty keen to that which is unfortunate and it's like a different time like they you know they stayed together even though it was like he wasn't really into my grandma I don't think 
It's super weird. He had like, he did have, he was really into fishing and he would go on these fishing. He would go on these fishing trips on these like, and he had these like fancy boats out in the ocean and he'd always just like be out there with dudes. And <laughs> like my dad said that he always kind of suspected it a little oh, okay. bit, but never yeah. knew, you know? So it's like an interesting thing. And it's almost like kind of a sad thing where it's just like, ah, I wish I could know, but my grandma's gone, gay. So <laughs> my grandma's gay, but very out. Oh, really? Without being out. She's never told any of us. She told me once when she thought I was going to die. At oh, a okay. For the listeners, at a surgery where I wasn't going to make it. And um, she told me right then, and then I made it. It was like that airplane scene in um, Almost Famous. <laughs> where yes. they think they're going to crash and somebody comes out. And then, then they don't crash. But it's not like my grandma hides it. Like she's never, yeah. she's never like uh, not living with the uh, the girlfriend. My grandma's had two girlfriends my whole time I've been alive. Yeah, and she like seamlessly moved in with the other one right after the other one broke up. Like there oh. was no. I remember maybe two years of my life where my grandma lived by herself. <laughs> and yeah. my grandma, my grandma's first girlfriend. So this was when I was a little kid. Uh, she was a real asshole. <laughs> okay. She was cool. We all thought she was really cool. She drove a Harley Davidson, but she uh, <laughs> loved to let us watch horror movies when she was sick, when we were six, not when she was six. <laughs> but then she would dress up in the middle of the night and wake oh, us up. Oh, no. <laughs> and my grandma let that happen. Yeah, that's that's terrifying. Oh, my God. But uh, she flew the flag outside of the house in the 90s. This was like 93, oh, wow. 94. They had the rainbow flag right under the u.s flag right in their front yard in wow like the suburbs of st paul minnesota that's that's cool that's yeah amazing it, so like i don't and that's that's weird and and that probably has to do with a lot of my upbringing and my uh not understanding homosex not homosexuality uh homophobia <laughs> homophobia it's like what, yeah that's why i don't what? It, it, it's like what okay it's like how i have like i have like a lot of cousins of different races so like i just grew up like i guess I don't want to sound like an asshole, but like so cultured where I'm yeah. Like, yeah, that person's gay. And they're like, that's gross, right? And I'm like, no. Why? Yeah, why? <laughs> like, Are they dating somebody gross? Because then I'm back in. Yeah. <laughs> like what? Does the person they're with have a dead tooth? Because <laughs> then let's start roasting the shit out of them. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh since it is Martin Luther King Day, that I feel like I I judge people based on based on themselves not on, what they look on like. the content of what comes out of their mouth <laughs> yeah that's what i or if they have like uh or if they have like eyes that are too far far apart or like a weird shaped nose or like ears that stick out too far <laughs> trust like, me just because I, like, I'm, not I'm homophobic, still a shitty person <laughs> yeah just because i'm not homophobic or racist um, yeah. i'm still mean <laughs> i'm still i'm still an asshole <laughs> yeah why is your neck so long <laughs> You, yeah, you giraffe person. Oh it's man, like, it's like yeah. Josh was the only one who didn't care that I was black, but he also made fun of my ears the whole time. Which but equally, uh, <laughs> yeah, which weirdly was more hurtful. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, uh, all right. So the the famous line from this movie. Um, the famous line from this movie is not even said. Yeah, it is. What's the famous? What do you think the famous line is? Um, I can't quit you. Oh, I wish I could. I wish I knew how to quit you. <laughs> is yes. what the the big the the thing 
that he says at the when they when they uh, are at their sort. I guess that's like their final thing. It really is. And then and then uh, he finds out that he died. Yep. And after he gets divorced and it's just like it is sad, I guess. But there's like it's I think people like when I was reading reviews, I think people were just like upset that it wasn't like a happy ending. <laughs> I didn't want it to be a happy ending. Like the happiness is like kind of in the middle when they're like going on a lot of fishing trips and they're like finding a, a glimmer of hope in like a shitty existence. Yeah. You know what? You know what's good is that Ennis gets to stop being mad and punching people in the face. <laughs> yeah. For like 10 also, seconds. Also, he's a shit dad. <laughs> he's like, no, that's the thing. Like, they, that's, that's what a lot of people were saying. It's like he's a terrible father. <laughs> He's... But you know what? This is kind of the fucked up thing about this. If him and Jack got together, Jack would have got to step in and make the kids like uh, just Jack. They still probably wouldn't have liked Ennis, but then they would have had a reason to go over there. Yeah, yeah. They would have been like, Mom, we want to go to Dad's house. And she'd be like, you guys have literally never said that. And <laughs> she'd be like, you know, his fishing buddy. And she'd go, we, we don't have to call him that anymore. They own a ranch together, obviously. And <laughs> yeah. she's like, we really like that guy. <laughs> Yeah. And she's like, I met him. He's charming. You mean Jack Nasty? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Why the... would you even give him a nickname? His name is Jack Twist. It's a <laughs> fake know. name. Do you think they wrote that name while writing the movie? And they're like, this will be a placeholder. And then we'll give him a name. And then they Jack made the movie Twist. and they're like, nah, Jack Twist works. <laughs> and the wife's like, yeah, you should go over there and hang out with Jack all you want. Because Ennis is going to push him away, much like he did me. <laughs> and you guys, up until Jack came around. Yeah, it definitely, I, I was thinking the whole time, I was just like, you know. No, they don't work. They don't the, work. I don't think they work. It's not going to work. It wouldn't have worked. If, if we're going to treat this podcast with what it is, which is just a podcast where two dudes talk about rom-coms, yeah. this relationship does not last three years. No. The first year, this is great. They build a ranch. They're going to make that ranch really great. First yeah. year and a half. They're going to be putting up two by fours. It's going to be a whole montage. They're going to be kissing. Yep. There's going to be shirtless. Be, yeah, shirtless. Shirtless cut. House wood. framing. <laughs> yeah, house framing. They're going to have a cow and it's going to win at the state fair and they're going to hold up the ribbon together. And then um, they're going to start getting mad at each other about a year and, then, and a half, two years. <laughs> and then that, yeah. And then Ennis is going to beat the shit out of him. <laughs> yeah. At some Ennis point. Is going to kick his ass real bad. <laughs> probably break his nose but like not in a fun way <laughs> and then yeah no <laughs> yeah he's gonna uh and then he's gonna keep his bloody shirt <laughs> you know what's crazy is yeah. that uh jack really as far as being like because both these guys are idiots right that's what we kind of learned in the beginning of the movie mm -hmm. sexuality aside both these guys are dumb that's why they have this shit job yeah <laughs> Trying to keep this podcast as pure as possible. Yep. I hate everybody in this movie. Both yeah. these guys are dumb as shit. Jack fails upwards so much. Mm -hmm. I really enjoyed that. Yeah. Like Ennis just, uh, Ennis never learns his lessons. Like he, I, I guess it's just a way of showing how much he cares about Jack, but like he just quits jobs all the time. Yeah. So he can hang, so he can hang out with Jack and then also like just, because he doesn't want to go. <laughs> yeah, <just> <laughs> There's also other times that he quits employee. Jack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he like loves Jack and then also like Thursday. He kind of just doesn't want to get up. <laughs> <laughs> He's hung over. <laughs> yeah. Like so yeah. So he does all that. 
And um, like Jack, he like starts rodeoing again, and he's actually pretty good. It seems seemingly he gets pretty good at it. Mm-hmm. And then he meets a lady at the rodeo, and that lady's dad sells tractors. And Jack isn't smart or good looking, I guess. I don't know. He's pretty good looking. Yeah, he's fine. But uh, he's just fucking selling tractors. Like, he's the tractor salesman of the world. He's selling combines. Combines, yeah. even at that time, were like $70,000. I know. Even in that they're time. Like, they're like half a million dollars now. Yeah, yeah. They're and her and her dad is like, you better marry that boy. I don't like him, but he's the best combine seller I've ever met. I'm going to look so it up. So he seemingly just takes over Pops' job. Yeah. All right. Combine, MSRP. <laughs> that was uh i was never worried about them getting in trouble for uh their love that they had on the mountain i was actually pretty moved by all that that was pretty cool and cute but um what i was worried about was when jack yelled at his uh father-in-law why they were having thanksgiving dinner i was like oh you're gonna fuck up this job jack. yeah you're gonna lose your job just let him keep football on. <laughs> you got a good job you got a wife who's seemingly Wait, totally down with you cheating. So you so you say let the dad just walk all over you? Is that what you're saying? Uh you know what? Now that you phrased it like that, I think it made the dad like him. I think it did too. And there is the that dad, moment where it's like, the, ooh, you could lose your job. And then that even strengthens it because he knows that he knows that it his job could be on the line. You and know, he called like, me out and I was wrong. I don't care. I was wrong. You're right. You're <laughs> I felt like that was the most redeeming moment of because Jack the, in the whole film. Be, you know what? Because now that you said that, I totally regret even saying that. You're very right. Because the dad does call him a sissy earlier when he's like, I don't like him. He's a sissy. Yeah. Or something like that. He goes, he's timid. He doesn't stand up for himself. And then he did. And I was like, oh, they're going to have to stay married forever. Yep. <laughs> like, I like that moment of him, of him doing that like yeah it's it's intense but it also like shows the because they are they are just like controlling him and that that you know you you probably i feel like i saw that in real life i'm with it like, does show it does show them grow as people except for ennis he never grows <laughs> he doesn't really grow at all he i don't just like him as like, a character you, you don't nope i only like him with jack uh, I which, read, which probably they wanted you to think that I don't know. I don't. I didn't write this movie, but um, I feel like they're like, let's make this guy as unlikable as possible until he's with Jack, and then we're like, now he's cool. Like he's got some. I I don't know. I see. I think that the performance, if you can make people hate you <laughs> in a role, that's like brilliant. If that makes sense, like you're not. Oh yeah, he's no, not I supposed to be likable. And like, I really love that they didn't just make him because it would have been so boring if he just if he was like, if he was as good as Jack, at like yeah, if he was being. just like crushing it as a dad. But then also like. He he needed to be numb because he didn't want to be himself. And I thought as a person who was who was uh, not out and then out was like I, I related to that. And then there is this like anger towards yourself and you just, you hate yourself almost more than other people hate you, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I get, I get that, that, that was, uh, that was what he, what he was doing, that he hated himself more than he hated other people. And, and it then just it, made me sad when his daughter's like, can I live with you? 
Yeah. And he was like, no, <laughs> no, <laughs> that, that I don't, I don't like those moments either. Cause like, I'm not a dad. And I, I mean, we've talked about this. It's like, I don't, I don't know if I'll ever be a dad. Uh, and then when I see movies where there's like shitty dads, it like makes me mad. <laughs> like, it does for me. Do because such a better job <laughs> as a father. <laughs> I think it does for me because I don't have a dad. I have a shitty dad. I mean, he exists. And I, I definitely probably had that moment when I was like a little kid and I didn't understand that he sucked. Yeah. I was like a little boy. I think I was like seven or eight. My parents got divorced. And I guarantee there was a bunch of times where I was like, fuck my mom. I'm going to live with my dad. And he was like, no. <laughs> and then now that I'm an adult, I'm like, oh, man, it was way good that that didn't happen. Yeah. But <laughs> you're like, because he's such a terrible person. But like, it makes you as a kid, like, you're just like, fuck this guy. Yeah. Maybe that's why I hate Ennis. Maybe it's my own personal headspace thing. Like after that thing, I was like, I don't care if he's gay. He's not being a good dad. He's not being a good dad. I don't care that he can't be himself. Let his daughter live with him. <laughs> Let your daughter live with you. Yeah, he it's... never, there's never a scene, correct me if I'm wrong. I went to the bathroom a couple times and didn't pause it. But there's never <laughs> a scene where like he even like flirted with another dude. No, there's not. No, he didn't even. Like, I mean, there is this like, moment where I was like, he I feels pee. betrayed by. Oh, uh, there is. It's at the at the pond after yeah. they're cleaning up. And he he's like. He's like, yeah, like I've gone to Mexico and like rodeo and you meet like a dude or two. And he's yeah. like, oh, you're just like doing that. And I was <laughs> like, like <laughs> what am I just going to fuck you twice a year? Yeah, of course I'm doing that. <laughs> like, Which is I think that's that is where I came up with my summer camp thing. It's like, yeah. no, I have a girlfriend at school. It's like, we're not <laughs> like, boyfriend and girlfriend. It's like, no, this is summer camp. <laughs> no, this is summer camp. This yeah. is our baby. You're my best friend. You're my best friend here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. No, that outside is a great, of, that is Outside a of these log walls, I don't even know you. <laughs> All right. So what was your makeout moment for this one? Uh, my makeout moment, uh, when you should start making out, because you can make out like throughout most of this movie. <laughs> you can just, there's like pretty much any moment. I was like, I that was kind of what I wrote down was just like, there's so many moments. Like, um, right, right trips. after, <laughs> right after the chit chat scene, after the first time they have sex. Yeah, that would be the first time to make a move. Would be like right after they have sex, you're like, okay, now I get the movie, and they're like and wrestling. Like, they're like wrestling and being buds, and they're having a ton of fun, and the movie. Not super fun. So um, <laughs> yeah, why not jump on when the jumping's high? <laughs> I felt like you could make out at any point during the entire film, except when anyone's yelling. Like maybe, maybe not in those moments, <laughs> or maybe at the end. I don't know if that's a good. Like, oh my probably, god! You should not make, out, make out at any point before Jack dies. <laughs> like, I thought that was. I feel I like thought... after that, you kind of. It's like I wouldn't be in the mood. It's like ooh. <laughs> It's like the end of Forrest Gump. <laughs> I, thought yeah. it was, I thought it was really cute that he had, um, it was the only redeeming time for Ennis is when he had both of his shirts, the one he took from his mom and dad's house and the one that he stole that he thought he left up on the mountain. Mm. Wait, he had did the, that happen? He thought he left it? or he? Because remember that? he goes, I left a shirt up there and then he had two shirts on top of each other. I thought that's what that was showing. I don't oh. know if I'm wrong. No, no, but he had two shirts right. and the picture hung up in his like armoire closet in his trailer. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I was like, that is so cute. As he's like, he's <laughs> he goes from apartment 
to like weird house in the middle of nowhere in in Wyoming to a trailer park at the end. <laughs> like, yeah, just third circle of 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 hell <laughs> in, but also in that that part made me Wyoming. double triple sad because one he has not done anything to get his life together and his hair sucks now two <laughs> um his daughter is like i'm getting married to this guy named Devin, and he's like what happened to tyler <laughs> she's like me and tyler have been broken up for years and he's like so what's like Devin do she's like man he works and she's like he's like well you're 19 and she's like i'm gonna marry him do you want to go he's like I got to work, but I quit my jobs all the goddamn time. You know, I've quit for less. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you have no idea what I've quit <laughs> jobs yeah. for. But also, and then, uh, and the movie ended and I almost cried. Yeah. Even though I, I didn't, didn't like because it. I had seen it before and I had cried already. I had so never seen the it. The wound was like sort of like it wasn't fresh for me. I sort of, but knew it was um, yeah, the last line of the movie was the only time I got kind of sentimental. Okay. Well, what's the last line of the movie? Uh, it's uh, Jack, I swear. And then That's he cries it. and ho- they start, you know, he starts tearing up. He just says it real quick and then he kind of like grasps at the shirt and looks at the picture. Yeah. It's because his daughter's getting married and she feels that she found the one. And I think I think he just had to talk to Jack in that moment as like, I wish you were here to like come to the wedding with me or I wish you were here so I could share this with you. That's what it may feel like. And a character who, who seemingly didn't want to share anything with anybody, you're like, oh man, he wanted to yeah. tell him about this time. I'm like, oh man, after 20 years, and 58 years of probably him being alive he finally wants to talk to somebody about something and that person's dead and he's dead that would be yeah. pretty much everyone in the 60s and 70s <laughs> it's just the dilemma of being alive at that point um there's something else i want to talk about we, yeah, we have yeah. a little bit of time right okay yep. there's something else i want to talk about um the style of jack in this movie i want to we, we've been so sad and criticizing okay. about this movie yeah, yeah. but uh <laughs> jack dressed fresh as hell in this movie he was wearing <laughs> an all-black cowboy suit at that wedding when he met uh officer hooper from yeah. stranger things that's why he invited him fishing i honestly think that's why i invited him to his lake house because he's dressed like a million bucks and he asked his wife to dance that yeah, was cla- that was a classy gay move. It was a very, <laughs> it was. I I was just noticing all of the different pearl snap shirts that he had. Yeah, he does crush it on those shirts. Like who Dude, who was wardrobe on this film? <laughs> like what else have they done? I don't even think it was nominated for an Oscar for wardrobe, and it was nominated for like eleven Oscars. Not eleven. It was nominated for like seven. But there was a bunch of stuff where a whole bunch of people thought it was gonna win the the big award, the Academy Award, like best picture or something like that. And it did not, but it was like close. And then a bunch of people sort of later redacted it and wished that it, I don't know, because crash crash won that year. And, uh, and apparently that movie's in, in, it's not good. Like everyone thought it was really good, but then now everyone's like, no, it's it's a white savior movie. <laughs> so everyone hates it now. <laughs> uh, it kind of is. It, it's just like 22 grams. Yeah. Well, I, I, I don't know. Just people hate it now, I, which I was like, oh, maybe I should rewatch it. <laughs> None of those movies were that great. Yeah. I didn't uh, like Capote at all. And Philip Seymour Hoffman won Best Actor. Really? Yep. I that year I wished uh, Joaquin Phoenix would have won. 
for mm. Walk the Line. Oh, Walk the Line is so good. Is that a ro- that's not a romantic movie, is it? Yeah, it, it is. It's similar to this where it's just like, I mean, it's like, it's a tragic, it's kind of tragic, his life in a similar fashion to the way their lives in this were tragic. Like, yeah. Like he couldn't be himself as um, a drug addict musician. Yeah. Because drugs kill you. And <laughs> he really wanted to be. Yeah. It. I. <laughs> this movie made me think of, um, oh, who is it? Uh, uh, this comedian's joke. Eh, maybe I shouldn't say it. Whatever. It's fine. Um, never mind. <laughs> that was. Like, <laughs> I don't want to use somebody else's joke. <laughs> that's, yeah. That's not. That's whatever. You know what? This yeah. movie is an argument. Now they looked up. It was like Munich. Uh, Hello, good night. And then Capote, this, and Crash. And I think this movie could have won for best picture. Yeah. I think Walk the Line, not nominated, but could have been the best picture. I like yeah. that movie better than this movie. Yeah. I, I loved know. that movie. Yeah, that movie's really good. I, I always forget about it. It's kind of a, I always sleep on that one. And then I, um, like, yeah, I, I do remember really enjoying it. Okay. All right. Well, here's a question yeah, before what's we go, because I'm going to keep things going. Um, we watched three Heath Ledger movies. We have for this podcast. Which one would you say is your favorite out of the ones we've watched? So it was a Knight's Tale, Ten, Ten things. things I Hate About You, and this one. Yep. Wow. Um, I oh, I think of the I <laughs> I think he was brilliant in this one. But mm-hmm. like I couldn't watch this over and over versus like a Knight's Tale. I could just watch casually over and over. And he's just charming and cute. <clears throat> he's a similar role for the the first two, 10 things yes. and a Knight's Tale. It's just like kind of endearing. And uh, and if he would have played Jack in this movie. <laughs> yeah, if you would have played Jack, if it was like they just like switched the roles. Ooh, I don't know, man. Um, of the three. My favorite, I don't know. I'd have to go with this one though, because I not because <laughs> it's gay and I got a hand. No, uh, you have this to. one's just yeah. I just have to. It's part of the, it's just part of the the program. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, this this one's just like it's really good. It's slow. It 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 makes but it but I I appreciate a lot of it because also like it's in Wyoming, which looks similar to Montana, so it kind of reminds me of that and like growing up in you know like i guess i kind of relate to that feeling of not really being able to be yourself and some of that stuff is is yeah to me to be reflected in films so Mm -hmm. i would have to say this one but i couldn't watch this one like every day (laughs) because it's just like sad oh really you couldn't watch this every day (laughs) it wouldn't weigh on you emotionally (laughs) like it's just like a i watched this movie early this morning and then went outside to a bright sunshiny day and i was like nope (laughs) <laughs> nope it's like this day doesn't reflect how the inside of me feels right um what about you of those of the three heath ledger films that we've watched which one is your favorite hmm. i'm gonna go 10 things 10 things for a lot of the reasons that you chose this film because of uh because i'm gay and from montana <laughs> and, uh, and i don't want to be reminded of it <laughs> yeah. and i'd like to forget that and date some hot girl's shrew ass sister um, yeah no because i i really like high school movies i really uh i really think they're all fun yeah there's no reason i just i thought heath ledger was so great and um how he was a good bad boy and oh, i like he that. was 
He was. He was great. He was misunderstood, and she was misunderstood, and I liked that. And yeah. I hate that I'm choosing a Shakespearean movie because <laughs> I don't know, but you know what? I am. I'm gonna I'm gonna just bring this up because you you sort of said it, but um, do you think we like high school movies because it is a reminder of um a time in our lives when there was hope for the future? <laughs> Cause that's how I feel. Like I was watching Perks of of a Wallflower or whatever recently, and it was like, yeah. and I was like crying, and I was super into it, and I was just like, why do I love these movies of like getting into college and like like there's just like so much hope, and I like remember that part of my life, and then I'm like, oh, now. you mean because in high school there was a next step, whereas now it's you know just what? like. Just keep doing all this and hope that like it turns into something more, I guess. Like yeah. Well, in, in high school, there's a next step. It's like after this, I'll I'll go to college or I'll get a job and then maybe I'll get married and maybe I'll do this and then I'll find a career. And now that we're adults, it's like your next step is just dying. <laughs> yeah, it's starting like like I'm gonna turn 35. In oh, gross. I just... oh, in exactly a week from today. I mean, this episode's gonna get released later, but um so it'll be after I'll be 35 and like, yeah, I don't know, man. It just, is like, it's kind yeah, of I'm like 20, a I'm 20, 22. So <laughs> I get how it is. <laughs> You're 22. <laughs> what I oh, tell wait. people. <laughs> it's not um, what I tell you. I tell people I'm 26, <laughs> but I'm 34. I'm so close to death. Uh, I'm 34 like, and unhealthy. Like I have bad foot. organs. Yeah. I am one foot. I'm maybe we'll make it to 65. <laughs> So yeah, I'm halfway. I've done it. <laughs> uh, I guess that's why. I, that's why I think I've been enjoying lately. I've just been loving movies like high school movies, is because it's just like for for like you just get that glimmer of when when you when there was a next step. I like that, and when when it was a clear next step, when you're just like, yeah, I'm just gonna go to college. It's like an answer. It's very yeah. like. Whereas now it's just especially like after 2020 sorry after 2020 we're just like i don't even know if this is the right step that i'm making <laughs> like so what you're saying to tie it back to the movie yeah, yeah. i like to do yeah. this is uh in high school we all feel like ennis right before a fishing trip <laughs> yeah but, um now that we're adults we feel like ennis any other time <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah exactly I'm always three minutes from beating the shit out of a guy who almost hit me in the middle of the street when it was 100% my fault. I fucking hated that scene. Oh, that was There's so one funny. scene in the movie I hated. It was that one. Because he almost got hit for walking in the middle of the street to the bar. I get it. You cross the street after you get out of the car, especially in small town. But like <laughs> yeah. the guy honked at him and he's like, hey, I almost hit you. Sorry. Like this was your fault, which that and it shouldn't have been across the street. And he's like, now I'm going to murder you. Well, no, he pulls him out of the car. He starts just punching him in the window and then they just get into a fight and then he just loses the fight. Um, oh, I don't want to end it on like a super sad note, but like I used to do that kind of stuff. Like when I hey, was no, well, yeah, I would get into like when I was when I was living in Montana, I would sometimes like get into fights and then lose those fights because I felt like I deserved that. And that is a oh, weird, man. that's a weird like, Pro, whatever i don't do that anymore <laughs> hey well, that's because you're, that's because you're out <laughs> but i used to do stuff like that where i would i would do well now like, that i know aggressive it's a thing, moves 
You should and, be like, Josh, that's a thing. <laughs> and so for me, I was like, oh, yeah. Like, I was reminded about this weird thing I used to do. I didn't do it a lot. I only did it a few times. Most of the time, people don't actually fight you. No, they just they just are concerned. But occasionally they will. Anyway. You know what? I love, I love that you clarified that. You're like, this is a thing that sometimes you get angry and you need to punch people. And no, and you need someone to punch you because you think you deserve it. Wow. When you drink. Uh, that was a thing that I would do. Anyway. <laughs> uh, but I'm all, I'm all good now. Uh, I, I guess I just like I, I like this movie because I, I related to so many things like little subtle details like that they had that kind of thing in there was so relatable to me personally. Yeah. Um, so is this a watch it or a racket? Here's the deal. Uh, this is a watch it pending on what date you're on since this is a dating podcast. Yeah, I don't know if this is a real good date. This is like a you've been in a relationship for a while kind of movie and you need to feel something. <laughs> you guys live together? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you can watch this movie. <laughs> There's a lot of caveats behind watching this movie if you're with somebody. Are you uh, one if you're a professional fisherman? And you're not secretly fucking somebody. Don't watch this movie with your significant other, because it's definitely an admittance of guilt. Um, also, if you are having secret fuck fishing trips, don't watch this movie with your significant other, because it's gonna blow up your spot. And don't think, you guys. I know what you're thinking. You're like, I'm gonna put this movie on, because then they're gonna think that I'm not doing that. I'm actually fishing because I'm so open about my fishing trips. Right but it's going to be a double trick. It's not a double trick. They're still going to know because uh, like Anna showed, you can't pretend you love somebody. No. And if you do that though, um, definitely check your fishing equipment to make sure there aren't notes or things in there that, or the price tag or whatever is still on them. How about here's this? There's 24 hours in the day. Maybe don't be fucking the whole time. The whole time. How did they not do any fishing? That was, yeah. <laughs> sorry. That's another thing. No. Yeah. They're, like, they're on some... a lot of great fishing water. And also, what did they eat if they weren't fishing? Oh, my God. Get your poles dirty. Put them in while you guys are chit-chatting after you fuck. Like, like yeah, like, you're not going to be... I'm not even that much of a fisherman. But if tomorrow, my significant other, she was like, hey, do you want to go bone in the woods and then go fishing? We would do both those things. You would also do the fishing part. Yeah. I'd be like, this is the best. We had sex and went fishing, and I'm not even that much of a fisherman. Oh, man. All right. I think that that that's a great uh, way to end this podcast, this episode. Yeah. Uh, that was a lot of fun. That was silly. Oh, wait. was it, Mine was a watch it. Sorry. I think this is a watch it with the caveat as well of like, yeah. maybe mine not like a, watch a first it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I've already given you all my caveats. If you're not yeah. on the down low. Also, like, it doesn't have to be a gay on the down low. It's just cheating in general. Yeah. If you're, she's uh, going to be able to correlate if you're like, well, I don't go fishing, but I tell her I go do accounting work on the side and then I never bring home money for that. She's going to be like, oh, his fishing is accounting work or hers. I mean, that is a convenient thing if, if that, that you could say that you're going fishing. Cause if like, if it was a girl that you were cheating with and you said you were going fishing, they'd be like, um, 100% you're not fishing. <laughs> yeah. Even if you are fishing, <laughs> like, you're fucking <laughs> like you're fucking in that boat. Like you're not. <laughs> you're like, check it out, Tiffany. Look at she got straight hair. She just puts it in a ponytail. She wears a lot of she wears a lot of camo. She's fishing. Yeah. Like, yeah. Mm. 
I think mm. Tiffany's straight on the down low. <laughs> I think she's dressing like this so she can go fishing with my husband. <laughs> All right, cool. I think that'll do it for this episode because uh, we gotta we gotta wrap it up. I'll take us out really quick. Thank you so much for listening. Please like and subscribe. Follow us on Spotify. We have new episodes every Thursday. Just like the movies. Just like the movies. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye. <laughs>